0: Welcome to another edition of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Bubba, our unique podcast that happens most every week. This is that time when Rick and Bubba, you know, not, you know, we, we, we've we admitted over our years, we've tried to get better as interviewers. And this has been kind of a place where we go to do our own interview show. We, we spend 45 minutes or so interviewing, you know, people from all walks of life. And, and we've learned one of the key elements is to let the guests talk. Yes. And that was something we needed to work on. And, and we have uh, today. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, Shane and Shane are with us. And uh, these guys, uh, what what they have uh, are doing and have done is is incredible. And we got a number of things to talk to them about in their personal lives and what they've done uh, with their writing and, and organizing and and singing some of the greatest praise and worship songs that uh, the churches sing all over the country. And uh, they still tour about 50 dates a year. Uh, so welcome to Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, Shane and Shane.
2: Come hey. on! Here we
3: go. Let's go. Here we go. We're good. Ready. Everybody. All
2: right, guys, I got to know right out of the gate, because it is Shane and Shane, when yep. people address you, how do they address you separately?
1: You know, I just uh, – we just had a, a – a, a, a business do an article on us and there was a post and it said Shane and then there was a parenthesis, and it said left <laughs> it said, and Shane and then parenthesis, right. <laughs> so, uh, we finally got distinguished as the <laughs> Shane on the left and Shane on the right. That's it. I guess it, it would
2: depend where you're sitting. And of course, whose point of view you're talking about.
3: That's right. That's right. Yeah. Well, you know. But internally, we go by B and E. So, like, his last name is Bernard. Mine is Everett. So, usually – Usually our friends will say hey E or hey B, but that that's you know that's internal. But our, I just say Shane or We could go black hat, and I can't tell
2: what the other color. It's kind, kind, uh, yes, kind of a tan, kind of a tan, kind of a khaki. Yeah. Uh, but but I tell you what, we could do. Let's do
0: it like Bubba and I are from Calhoun County, Alabama. Okay, that's right in between Birmingham and Atlanta, almost at the halfway point. It's where you stop and go to the bathroom. If you're traveling to either sure. either city, so what we would do, and every coach we ever play for play for that would do, it'd be Bernard and Everett. <laughs> hey, hey, Bernard, yeah. let me tell you something. Is that the best you can do, <laughs> Everett? Yeah, you're killing right. us. You know, so yeah. so we, we we could do that.
1: <laughs> that's. That's a, that's, that sounds perfect.
3: That sounds perfect. And that's how my wife talks to me anyway. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Is that the best you can do?
1: Yeah. That's funny. (laughs)
3: We've
2: all heard that.
0: Yeah. And both of you, a lot of people may not know this. They both live in, in, in homes where it's nothing but women and them. They, Mm. they, they both have, Mm. uh, daughters, a total of seven daughters between them. So, so, so in, in your homes, that's a lot of weight. That's that's a
3: lot of estrogen. It's a lot. It's way too much. Too many words.
1: Full time women's ministry. Full time (laughs) -time. women's ministry. Have y'all seen the
3: price of
2: a wedding lately? You know how, gentlemen. Y'all better get to writing.
0: I'm telling
1: you, better get to something. Y'all yeah. need. That's why we're here. We need some help. Helpless. us. Yeah, help I,
0: I don't know if y'all can still. World. I don't know if y'all can still do it. But if I were your, were your your tour manager, I'd go seven daughters and two wives. Let's take that fifty shows a year so see if we can't do a hundred. I mean, <laughs> it, 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 I mean, if y'all can physically do it, let's go. <laughs> Uh, so let, us kind of unpack some things. I don't know if you remember this as far as, uh, uh me, I, it may not have been the first time because I thought, I thought you guys might've been on the show before that, but I remember, and I don't remember how many years ago it was now that my wife and I came to Liberty to do the convocation. And, yeah. and we were the, we were the speakers that day and you two led worship. Do you remember that?
1: Yep.
3: Many years ago. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh Yeah. Man. Yeah. And then, how, how many times have they had you back? That'd be zero. Uh, how many times? How many times? <laughs> okay, have... we've been back a lot. You okay. know, I don't know what I don't know what's going on there, but you know. Hey, at least yeah. y'all been invited. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. You could be in Bubba's situation.
0: He's never even invited one time.
2: There <laughs> hey, you go. <laughs> Bernie Sanders even got invited. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Not, Bernie got invited. That's funny. Got...
3: What's going on, man? Well, you know what I
0: mean? Way down the list. Well, I think you both know if you, and I, I know you probably don't remember the details of this, as you have a house surrounded by women, daughters, and wives, what that really was is they wanted my wife to speak. Uh, and talk about the book that she had just gotten out, and they just told me to drag along i think to to be sure uh that everything worked. but I think that I was her guest, and I got to uh to talk and because she was actually the one they wanted there. so I think my attachment to her got me there
3: mm-hmm.
0: well, <laughs> no doubt about hey. that.
3: Coattails get you in the door, you know what
0: yeah. I mean? <laughs> so so let's talk about I, I know there's a lot we can talk about with the things that you guys do, but there's one and we talked about it that day. It might have been in its infancy. I want to talk about the worshipinitiative.com. Uh we, you know, we did a podcast talking about the state of, of worship music and and there's a there's there's all kinds of you know, discussions about, you know, the theological uh purity of, of certain things. Now you guys nor never pulled in that conversation, especially uh, because when you guys go to do something, it comes straight straight from the Word of God and and the Psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs uh, that you guys uh, put out and now still do in the live show. You know, nobody can really take issue with you actually singing Scripture right out of the Bible. But but what are you hoping to accomplish? Because we we really did. We talked to worship leaders uh, uh, and had a worship leader on that day, and and they really have a tough job in front of them trying to discern all this and just the job itself. So is that what you're hoping to do is to have them properly
1: trained? Absolutely. I mean, that's that's a that is uh and has been a passion of ours for um I mean a long time. Uh we we did probably starting 15 years back we we did a a songwriting class with college students who were in college for worship ministry. And we would just write. Every Monday, we'd meet at the studio, and for four hours, we would get into God's word and write about it. And uh, quickly found out of of just the lack of uh, biblical knowledge. I mean, uh, a a couple students along the way came to Christ oh, um, wow. in ministry school wow. as they just discovered like what what we were singing about, who this God was. Um, what it is to to be a child of God, um, all all the things. And so we would just literally go through the pillars of faith and write songs about it um, every week for five years. And and that was sort of a little bit of the birthings of the worship initiative where we're like, man, let's use the songs that are kind of in in the church, wrap them in the word of God, um, use them kind of as carrots to get musicians in and worship leaders in because they're popular and um, whether it's a, a popular hymn or a popular song, and then let's start walking with these folks, um, and, uh, and kind of, uh, discipling them in God's word. And we're still in the process of doing all that. We, we, we we have a growing team and, and, uh, but we're super passionate about walking with folks. Yeah. In, in God's word, um, through song.
0: Well, it's, it, it's sometimes I think, and, and we, we won't go back and redo the, the podcast we already did, but on this topic, since you brought it up, it seems that, um, and you guys definitely have it, I think we need to realize that if anybody's going to stand on that platform and anybody's going to lead worship, whether it be the preaching and teaching of the Word of God or the singing praises properly, saying the right things to a holy God, it's almost like when it comes to worship leaders and you guys are certainly working to correct that we don't seem to have as, as much of a commitment of, of vetting out them having proper theology and training and understanding of the very words that we are singing.
1: Yeah, man. And we are, we're, you know, we're at churches all the time. And uh, the big part of, of what we do is link in arms with pastors. Um, hey, pastor, if you're listening, can we walk with your worship leader, and um, not just train them as a worship pastor on how to lead a rehearsal, um, but can we walk with them in uh, in going through this amazing book together yeah. and uh, um, and letting and letting just the. Um, the truth of scripture inform what we say yeah. and yeah. what we sing. Yeah. yeah,
0: let me let me talk about that quickly because and I'm gonna put myself in this category so it doesn't act like I'm pointing the finger out. I'm pointing the finger in. Now we don't have Bub and I the, you know, the same platform that that some and I'm using the term entertainers, celebrity types from the sports world or whatever, that they have. Uh, we do have a good platform and in and, in and, and the local when I first came to Christ um, and and I look back on that and go, Ooh, I wish I could go back. And I was kind of pushed onto stages and behind pulpits as the entertainer who came to Christ, who wants to tell you his testimony. Probably a little quick. I wasn't mature enough in my understanding of the Word of God, and and I was a spiritual baby. And because we had a platform. People said, "Well, you'll probably get people to come, so we want you to get up." And 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 I look back. I mean, I take responsibility of that, but I didn't even know enough to say maybe I shouldn't be asked to do that yet. Right. But but you know, I think we do that with people who are super talented musically sometimes. You know, in, you know, right now if, if if a celebrity comes to Christ, we'll throw him up at a conference somewhere because he sells a lot of tickets. But he may not know anything. First of all, we haven't tested the sincerity of this so-called. Uh, transformation. We haven't seen the fruit of it yet because it's too new. We certainly are not in the position that we doubt it. You know, Jesus said, watch them, and you'll see the either the fruit of it being sincere or not. But, but Pete, we need to take more time, I'm talking about myself included, to to grow them up spiritually before we give them this kind of responsibility. And in the worship leader world, you know, I've heard it said before, if the guy can play guitar really well and has a beautiful voice, we'll give him responsibility that we don't even know if theologically he's ready for yet.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's totally true. You know, I think we, you know, I remember, you know, kind of to your point, we were doing a thing for FCA. This was years ago, and there was a pastor friend of ours named Todd Wagner, and, and we Quincy Carter was the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they put this man on stage in front of all these people and they couldn't get the guy to say jesus right. they couldn't get him to say jesus he's yep. just like he was teeing him up he, he was, was teeing trying. him up he's just like man what he, the guy wouldn't say jesus you know yeah. <laughs> like, well I mean, and it was brutal it was so brutal it was hard to watch you yeah. know
1: and to your point pointing the finger inward i mean man when we started you know the first several years uh granted we weren't necessarily leading worship a ton we were playing Concerts from songs that were horrible that we were rioting. <laughs> you know, had no idea. He had hadn't even read the Bible yet. Um true. genuinely converted, yep. genuinely loved Jesus. But we had, you know, it, it used to get these body pillows at Walmart, like that looked like a catfish.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we 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 would put that up on our speakers. And his name was Barnacles. And throughout the concert, we would have conversations with (laughs) Barnacles. This is, I mean, we were just brain dead. (laughs) And so like the thought of putting that version of me up on a stage and filling people's mouths and hearts with words that were ridiculous is just crazy. I mean, it's, it's, you know, and I have a lot more, I have a lot more grace and patience these days than I used to. Um, you know, as we as we walk with with people who genuinely love Jesus, genuinely know him and and their ambitions are getting in the way, their uh, approval of man issues are getting in the way, you know, just like ours did. And so. Uh, so, yeah, we have a passion to walk yeah. with folks like us who, um, who who are gifted, but don't know the the uh, the the incredible magnitude of the the calling of Jesus Christ to be ambassadors of him to preach the gospel um, through song. Uh, and so, you know, these days, I'm terrified, you know, to, to say something or sing something that's, that's not true. Right? Yeah. Um, and uh, I just don't want to do it. I, I just, I just don't, I, I have nothing to say other than what's true. Um, from God's word. Um, I have nothing to sing other than what's, what's true from God's word. And so, um, so yeah, we're, we're, we're right there with you.
0: We'll come back. We'll continue our conversation with Shane and Shane on this edition of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast.
1: This is the Rick and Bubba show. Watch more at blazetvcom slash Rick and Bubba.
0: Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Shane and Shane, our guest on this edition of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. Bubba, do you find yourself wishing there was video of the stuffed catfish? Yeah, I really Bartlett do. I, I, uh, it,
2: visually, I was there. Yeah, uh, guys, let me ask you this. Let's kind of go back to the beginning of this. Tell us a little bit how it all got started, uh, how you guys met, and uh, and and how all of this got off the launching pad.
3: Well, you know, we were we were business majors at Texas A and M University whoop, had no business singing about Jesus specifically. And, uh, but we were, we were going to business school because his dad did road construction. My dad did paint manufacturing and we didn't really want to follow on the family line, you know, but, uh, so we, we were trying to get educated, but the Lord radically saved me my senior year at AM, and And I had met Shane a few a few weeks after I I met Shane, a few weeks after I ended up getting saved. He had borrowed a uh, guitar of mine for his first concert that he ever played. And uh, we didn't really know each other, weren't friends. I ended up getting saved a few weeks later. And uh, I got in the choir at this Baptist church down the street and him and his buddies went there. They saw me singing in the choir. I'm like, I think I know that guy. (laughs) He he, He came up and, his buddy was like, "You got you want to come over and play some dominoes?" So we basically were
1: like, "Do you need a friend?" You, Do you know, need a friend. He's like singing. It was like in this show choir with like <laughs> with like eight other seventy year olds and him. <laughs> and uh, throw him a and, rope. Do you need a friend? Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. We 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 truly. Had, I mean, music has never been a passion. Um, you know, I I knew four chords and twenty worship songs. Um, just because no one else had a guitar and my dad had an old prop guitar on top of a cupboard and I took it down, learned the chords. And so, you know, on, on a weekly basis through school, through college, we would just get together and and, um, and sing to Jesus and cry out to him. And, um, and then all of a sudden, you know, my, my buddies, my roommates were putting on a concert in a the field. They needed a two o'clock in the afternoon slot. And uh, I showed up with Shane's guitar because mine didn't plug in <laughs> and, you know, and I, we were we dropped out of school two months later and we didn't know what to sing. So we, you know, back then uh, we, we were like, Hey, I think they used to sing the Psalms, you know, aren't they songs? I <laughs> they're, And so as we're just wiggling through life, we're singing, we're singing the Psalms. Our first record was shine and shine Psalms. <laughs> that was it. That was it. That was it. It's like that's what it is, and uh, and so you know ever since then it's like God tricked us into stinging His word, and it and it became it began to do stuff in us, mm-hmm. um and accomplish stuff in us, and um, and so man we just do the same thing. <laughs> uh, so I, I want
2: to ask you too because you guys are business majors. This that's funny that uh, that probably has come in handy uh, in the business that you're in. Uh, when you started the worship initiative,
3: is it is it true you started that with a Kickstarter campaign? We did, we did, and if you if you search through YouTube, you might be able to find that ridiculous video that we made. But yeah, that's how it started. We started recorded, we cr- recorded a hundred songs, and we had some people who hopped in with us on this Kickstarter campaign, and man we've been going ever since and we're almost 10 years in now it's did crazy. you raise
2: much money with that i mean you hear stories sure. of kickstarter but i don't really know anyone who's ever who's ever done it and and done it on any scale that would you know really launch somebody and and get somebody going did you did you raise a lot of money with that you
1: know our our first tier um it was for us it was a lot of money i mean at the time we were like we were trying to raise 100 grand And then, and then we, and then we made it. And then, and then funny enough, we're like, okay, if, if, if we raise another 50, we'll commit to do a Psalms two record. This was, you know, a decade ago. And, and so we got there. And so we, we were on the hook to do a Psalms two record (laughs) uh, in the midst of launching this thing. And, uh, and we ended up, you know, just wiggling our way and trusting the Lord that songs were going to happen. And, Made a Psalms Two record, which God's really used, um, just in His sovereignty, uh, to help support um, and fund the worship initiative. Yeah. Uh, were you
2: shocked that, you raised that much money? That's incredible.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, we didn't know. We we didn't know if we were going to raise the money or not. Like, yeah. had no idea, and so we just kind of left it up. You know, that's the thing. It's like we're it's God. We're gonna we're gonna show up, and we're gonna make a. a, a <laughs> a ridiculous video. It's ridiculous. And, uh, <laughs> and, and try to cast a vision in the midst of a ridiculous video. And it's on you. I mean, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. We're, we're, we're fine. We're, we will show up again tomorrow and sing your word and, yep. you know, answer the phone. It, isn't say, that
2: a great place when you can just turn it over and go, it, it, you've asked for it, Lord, I'm going to give it to you. And just, you just let it go.
3: Yeah.
2: It's hard That's to right. do sometimes, isn't it?
3: Oh yeah. It's very hard to do. We want to control everything, but that that you know, the, the Lord has kind of brought us through this season and, and continuing to grow this thing and we're we're holding on. It's 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 pretty wild. It's pretty wild.
0: Do you ever you know, I think of all your opportunities there in the Psalms, you know. But there's a lot of psalms about God. Please destroy all those who come after me. I mean, I mean, do you, do you ever want to strum a chord? Over, we sing a
2: few of those songs every now and then
0: yeah, over those cries to God to destroy all who oppose you.
1: You know, it's funny. We were talking about uh, we did we we kind of did a version of Psalm 46. We kind of you know uh, gave our best shot of kind of representing that that ancient song of trouble which has some of that language in it oh yeah you know he breaks the bow and bends the spear and burns the chariots with fire and makes desolations of nations makes (laughs) wars cease to the ends of the earth you know the angel of the lord pops in and devours 185,000 Assyrian warriors in a second you know, I mean, and, and we tried to try to do it. So if you want to, if you want to, if you're curious <laughs> on how that sounds, Psalm 46. Psalm 46.
0: <laughs> do you ever worry that when we get and we're standing in the, in the presence of the Lord, that David and Asaph and and some of the other Psalmists will walk over and go, I didn't like that hook at all i didn't like that hook. At absolutely. All. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely we talk
1: about that a lot we do we're
3: kind of like is he going to be like dude you ruined it way off way yeah. off buddy
0: yeah that was not the hook we were looking for
3: i mean since, <laughs> no, it, right.
2: since it's heaven don't they have to be complimentary well we that's get- true that's a great because point. i mean all the tears have been wiped away.
0: that's right at that point right? and there's I mean, no
2: more mourning so they can't be sad
0: right, about right.
1: it right, right no no, there are no more tears there's, there's gonna be sense of humor though yeah i and, think I people mean, will laugh it's gonna be like it, yeah, I mean, you know, grace, grace upon grace. Can look, you imagine? If, if though, we
2: don't get to have a sense of humor.
1: We're uh, in uh, real yeah, trouble. We, yeah, we got you them. peel
2: that back, there ain't a lot <laughs> yeah. left here. I yeah, mean. yeah,
1: y'all especially.
0: But think about this, guys. Can you imagine? You look up and you go, "I'm pretty sure that's David coming over here with a harp." Oh, what's he and, gonna and, say? and and he's coming over and said, "No, guys, it was this," and <laughs> and, uh, and and this, and plays it for you. I mean, can you imagine though that? I mean, I'm not saying that's off the table. I mean, that, I mean, that, that, that could happen.
1: It could happen. It could happen. It could happen. The crazier, the what? craziest thought is, is to hear Jesus's version. Oh, because he, in, uh, I think it's in Hebrews too. It's like, he's the one leading the charge in this thing. That's true. And That's true. Singing. Um, and so, man, I, I can't even wrap my, we just came back from, from Israel uh, a couple days ago. We were over there for a week and, just to, to think of him singing Psalm twenty three, wow on, on on the on the path between Nazareth and the Sea of Galilee where we were standing with his boys, wow, man, it is wild.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna guess it was perfect. All right, so uh, we'll – You're talking about a jam session in heaven. You <laughs> oh, get the whole oh my there, goodness. Huh? Yeah. Let's go. I tell you Let's what, go. I'll tell you this. There will be no arguing amongst us on who's going to headline. Uh, so uh, we'll come back more with Shane and Shane when Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, continues. All right, so Bubba, the NFL draft is coming up. Uh, and, and, you know, that, that, that's the time when, when we, as men, we, we get excited and, uh, and, and we get, we, you know, we want to, we want to watch what's going to happen with our teams. And, you know, Manscaped was designed for men and, you know, it is important guys. I know whether we say it or not, we need good hygiene too. Yes, Some of us absolutely. are not overly committed to it. Uh, but, but, you know, and, and a lot of products out there are, are designed for women, not men, and we just happen to try to do our best with them. But at manscaped.com, for uh, grooming from head to toe, uh, you'll find every product you could possibly ever need. I I didn't think there was much difference. I started using their their shampoo-conditioner combination. I like that when you're dealing with men, there's not a separate conditioner. Right. They're, they're combined. <laughs> we're not, we're not going to squeeze shampoo then go over here to no. a conditioner. No, you better put it all in one bottle. It's all in one bottle, and the bottles are actually metal. And uh, I mean they're they're fantastic, I like that. and they have a separate shampoo for those of us that wear a beard. Uh, so, and I love their beard uh, products, and the new uh, beard hedger is phenomenal. The lawn mower, you know, also a great trimmer. Uh, if, you know, we have uh, nose hair, ear hair. Look, I, whether you think you got that or not, and and if you're younger, you will. It's coming. Uh, so all these products are just. They're so far ahead of, of, the, of the, the competition out there. So you can get 20% off right now on all the products at Manscaped.com with our free shipping uh, code as well, Bubba20. So that's 20% off and free shipping. Use Bubba20 at Manscaped.com. That's Manscaped.com. Shane and Shane, our guests on this edition of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, so tell us about Israel. Yeah, how was that?
2: Yeah, you because just got I, back. Once again, I'm the odd man out here. I haven't been. So uh, tell us about that trip.
1: Yeah, man, we hadn't been either. We we we're, we actually did a, a kind of a scouting trip uh, for another trip that we're taking in uh, at the end of 2024. Um, we're gonna we're gonna bring a group over. And we're gonna sing uh, in the Bethlehem's downtown square. Wow! At the uh, Christmas tree lighting. So we're going to we're just going to we're just going to worship him where it all started. Mm-hmm. Wow. And uh, that's going to be awesome. And then we're going to record a record over there, too, in an old, ancient amphitheater. So we were we kind of went and de- did all saw all the sites and in, 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 like in a crazy fast way because we, we brought a video crew. Um, and so we were just kind of zipping through and seeing the sites and kind of trying to experience what it would be to bring a group and find spots that we could sing together, you know, where these songs were written. Right. And, Mm. uh, it was, it was just, I'm still, I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. Um, yeah, it's, it's incredible.
0: Yeah. We, when, when our family went back in 2009 and I'd been told this, but you, you, now you've experienced it. They said the Bible will come alive. And I thought, well, the Bible already is alive. It's, it's God inspired, you know, and, and as you said, when you start singing it, it, it has its own power. And they said, well, what I mean by that, these, these images of, of history will be vivid. You know, it's one thing to picture Jesus at the Sea of Galilee, it's quite another when you're standing there. You know, yeah. it, it's one thing for Paul to be talking about Caesarea, it's another one that you're standing and seeing where he left headed to Rome. Like, this mm-hmm. is it. It's one thing to hear about Herod and you see Herod's. Uh, yeah. Palace that he set up there, uh, you know, on, uh, looking out over the water. So, did you have that experience? I remember now. Look, the, some of the touristy stuff that people said we think it might be. I mean, that was still moving, but the the moving stuff for me was when something like the Sea of Galilee or Caesarea, when there's no debate. I mean, this yeah. is this is where that happened.
1: Same, same. Yeah, it just colored it. It just gave it all color. Yeah, uh, for sure. Like there was moments. Um, you know we we went out speaking of of the psalm 46 the Lord of hosts we, we went out on a fishing boat and sang it in the middle of the sea. Wow and uh mm. just kind of wrapping your mind around um those 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 scenes uh, and those those moments in 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 our church history where those dudes were in a boat, probably crying out to God in moments like that, yeah, probably maybe singing the song of trouble. Mm. Um, it was just, yeah it just gave it, it, gave it a whole new color for sure.
3: Yeah. I think too, just kind of like seeing where you read all those scriptures and then you see it visually, like how close things are together, especially in Jerusalem, like where, you know, uh, yeah, to David's city and like Psalm 46, where, you know, Hezekiah's tunnel, we read about Hezekiah and Chronicles, second Kings, just like all these things that have happened in history from that to the, like like Shane was saying, like that road, Jesus' trail between uh, Capernaum and Nazareth. I mean, that's the way he would walk, you know? And then when we got to the Sea of Galilee, it's like, man, I get why he was doing he was doing his ministry down here. This place is beautiful, you know? <laughs> it, was, like, it was amazing. That's so the place to be. I, I was,
0: came away
1: prosperity gospel. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, the thing that hit me, I, Bubba's heard me say this a hundred times, the thing that also hit me about the Sea of Galilee, you know, we're from Alabama. I mean, we got gigantic lakes. I mean, gigantic rivers, and you realize, okay, I'm not that far off because this place is stunningly beautiful, but it's not that big. So all the things that happened at the Sea of Galilee, I'm near. Yeah, it's not like I, you know, you go to you go to Lake Gunnersville in Alabama. If Jesus had done his ministry there, you might be way off. Yeah. You might you yeah. might be you might be going. Is this where Jesus did? And they go, No, it was actually in Scottsboro. You are like, oh wow, yeah. I'm not even yeah. close. But uh, but you're right there when you know my wife stood there and we called. She called out to the water. She said, You realize the that somewhere right in here is where Jesus was calling out to Peter, calling out to John, calling
1: out to James. I mean,
0: we're not that far off. This place isn't that big.
1: It's, no, it's not. not. Yeah, you walk you walk from Magdala. To Capernaum to Bethsaida, I mean, you just just you're just I mean, you can you can just do that. You can just go and you can just you can just walk to these all these little towns that we hear about in the New Testament. I mean, they're all just right there. <laughs> they're all just on the lake, man. You know,
2: know I wanted to see the Dead Sea because I, I'm yeah. I'm a man of girth and I can float in a swimming pool and almost not get wet. Right. I mean, I bet I almost could walk <laughs> bet, on the Dead I bet, Sea. I bet I you mean, could. Yeah, I, I don't even think I could yeah. get
3: wet. Yeah. Yeah. There's something about big, wide feet. Yeah, You you might be able to walk on it.
0: You know, do you think, did you hit you when you hit those cities too? When I was there, I started thinking about Matthew 11 and, and, uh, when he's doing woe to you, woe to you, woe to you, you know, if Tyre and Sidon and Sodom had seen what you had seen and you know, that I did the overwhelming uh, majority of my ministry in these three cities. If they had seen that, they would have repented in ashes long ago, uh, but mm-hmm. but you did not. And you look around and you realize, boy, Jesus was telling them that, that they would not prosper. And, yeah. uh, it, and you know, like I say, you look at uh, Bethsaida and all that, it, it, it's really not even anything anymore.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They're all destroyed. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Guys, yeah. I got to
2: know too, while you were there, did you ride a camel? Yeah, that's a good question. We did.
3: We rode a camel, and Shane B got the Shane. This Shane loves animals. <laughs> Shane he likes left. To pet them and, and snuggle them. I did. I mean, it's just he just loves oh, that. Oh yeah. So yeah. this camel has camels have like a a nasty sweat kind of gland on the back side of their neck that's real kind of greasy. Yeah. Shane was rubbing on that camel after he had, he had taken a, a little lap around. He got in the van and man, he was, (laughs) he was a little right. He had a
2: camel kick too. He, he was camel, 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 ca- camel
3: essence, camel juice. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? We, we I, call
1: I, it. I bet that manscape shampoo smelled better than camel no, essence. No, that would be camel juice would be the best name for it. Camel. Oh my goodness. It, it It's like where,
0: where we come from that we would have said that Shang was kicking like a Bruce Lee movie. Yeah.
2: Uh, we've actually had a camel here in the studio a couple of times. We but, have. Uh, he, he was in the air conditioning, so he wasn't kicking too bad. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, th- that's funny. Yeah. Uh, so w- what we want to do, we come
0: back. I want to ask you also, we want to talk about the new record label. You guys, uh, have started, uh, and talk mm-hmm. a little bit uh, about that. And of course, before we're done, I mean, I, I know Shane B, you may not want to hear it, but we're going to have to ask Shane E about raising red deer. I mean, we, we, yeah. we, we still got to get that in. So we'll come soon back to
2: be camels. That's
0: right. <laughs> That's soon to raise camels. Camel. No camels. No camels. When Rick and Bubba university, the podcast continues. Shane and Shane, our guests on this edition of Rick and Bubba <laughs> University, the podcast, we've had a blast with them. If you want to find out about the worship initiative that we've already talked about, go to worshipinitiative.com. Incredible the how that started and what these guys are doing. It's extremely important if you would like to find out more about it. So let's talk about the new record label. Where did this come from, and, and what do you hope to accomplish?
3: You know, I think in the worship initiative we had been taking uh, a lot of uh, – take a lot of other people's songs and wrap in the word, word of God around it and how to play them and all this stuff lives at the worship initiative. And, and we wanted to, uh, as we've seen um, other other people in our orbit, uh, specifically um, uh, three people that are on our label now that are kind of going after the same things we were, we were like, how could we help support them? How could we help disciple them in, in writing songs out of scripture? And so, uh, yeah, we just kind of saw some opportunities to to help kind of disciple and bring up uh, not just the next generation, but people have who have a who have a, a unique gift of taking the word of God, putting it uh, and wrapping it in music and song, and we want to tell the world about them. And that that's kind of where the record label started, and and that's what we're doing.
1: Yeah, it's it started more with a with the, with the people than the than the idea. Yeah. Uh, it's just like, man, these folks are incredible and they're, they're you know, they're running the same We're just right, right next. I mean, they're just running the same race. And, yeah. uh, so we just, we're just, we just want to help them support them. Um, we want people to hear them. Yeah. And, um, Davey flowers, Davy flowers, John Mark Cole and Aaron Williams. They're our first three and, uh, and we're loving it. Love
0: it. You know when when you uh, we wanted to hear the the artists. I'm glad you named them. I do not know if you wanted to yet or not. But when when you look at, and and I want I want to handle this the right way, but you know I I know how difficult it is. Bubby, you've talked about it, and that is the intoxication of applause. Yep, uh, most and, powerful
2: drug there ever has been. And
0: and we're we're all called to to hear the applause of an audience of one, but. When the world claps for you, it's it's intoxicating, and and you see some of these artists, and I, and I do believe that uh, I mean in in every in the world of ministry, as Adrian Rogers, God rest his soul, once said, when you're looking for the devil, never never fail to look to the pulpit, and you could say mm-hmm. the same thing about anything that 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 we should be worshiping the Lord. But I do think there are some people, and I remember even hearing the first time I heard, "What if I Stumble?, uh, from DC, talk that sincerely go into this world um, of of praise and worship music with a sincere love of Jesus, but the world—it's a tough line. And it, you guys have have you know you're you're in this world and you know it better than us. But we do know Bubba's truth about the intoxication of applause when you're getting into playing arenas and concerts that are. You know that that look very much like the concerts the world does, but hopefully, what's going on there on stage is still God honoring. We see a lot that cannot handle it, and um, let's talk about that 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 fine line. It seems like that's a difficult journey.
1: That's a good word, Rick. What you just said is is the human heart just can't handle it. Right. Yeah. It's just something. It's just something we're not we're not created to handle. There's only one created to handle that. Um, and it it is, it's a constant struggle. I usually, well, I'm not wearing it now, but I usually wear a shirt. It's my, it's kind of my version of a tattoo. I wear it pretty much every day. Uh, it just says I shall not want. Mm. And, uh, Psalm 23 has been a helpful, it's been a helpful Psalm and song for us as we try to navigate that, that if if I'm truly convinced that everything I'm wanting is found in the shepherd, then I'm, then I'm free. I, I'm not, I'm not in, I don't have to be entangled by the applause of man and the cares of this world. Um, if I truly believe that everything I'm looking for is found in him, um, as Paul would say, Hey, I can I can every, I, everything. I count everything. My mm-hmm. resume, my pedigree, everything is lost as trash compared to compared to knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. Um, and so, man, we're walking, you know, we're walking with a group of folks. We need folks. We need our community because um, we're just we're just not we're not above that at all uh, of of falling into that trap of um, making that the cancerous delight of applause our God. It's mm-hmm.
0: um, yeah, a good word. And,
1: uh, It's a slippery slope. Yeah, it is. It is well.
0: I'm I, er, right now, and I'm not just saying this because you're on our podcast. I talk to people that know you guys really well, and they say you guys are committed to that, and we'll pray for you that you continue. And I think the step you took to go into the Word of God for what you're going to sing is a big step in that direction. Uh, and I think that 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 kind of acts as your, um, you know, your guide. That's that foundation. That, that's that rudder that keeps you. I always talk about Jesus is like you take your kids to the amusement park, that, that metal rail, the Holy spirit down the middle of that, dr- those driving things. So when the kid drives the car and it hits that metal rail and puts it back in the middle of the road, sometimes it jerks you a little hard. Yeah, that's yeah. the, that's the word of God. That's the Holy spirit. When I start drifting, bam, I run into that and it, it
1: puts me back in the middle of the road. And, um, he's faithful to do that. And I mean, he's, he's done a crushing work in, in, in us along the years. I mean, in in all the best ways as a good father does. Uh, and so, I mean, our, that's our hope and our, our, our dependence is his keeping ability, the guard, you know, his Holy spirit and his word that are, that are living and active, just pulling us in, you know, those, those, Yeah. Holy sovereign, gracious guardrails that you just talked about are, are, yeah. are real. Yeah. And we, his
0: boundaries are actually blessings. Um, only this podcast with just, uh, you know, about six minutes left would transition from that powerful statement to raising <laughs> red deer. Um, so, so Shane E what Shane left. Yeah. Shane. Yeah. You, left.
3: you raise red deer. What in the world? Yeah, I do, man. You know, I, I like to be in the woods like Shame that's right. just what I, Amen. that's probably my favorite thing to do is to Shame. be in the woods. And I, and I always wanted to have raise animals. And then I just kind of fell in love with these red deer. I don't know if you know that some people call them red stags, but yeah. they actually call red deer. And so I got into it about four years ago with a few, and then they have babies. And then as they've had more babies, I decided to buy more because more more is better, you know. <laughs> look, look, look uh, at Shane uh, B. He's just shaking his head. So what?
2: What do you do? Do you sell them or do you uh, do you eat them? Yeah. What? Well, how does
3: this work yeah. exactly? Let's let's sell them. Let's eat them. Let's hunt them. You know. Let's do all kinds of things with them. You know. They grow <laughs> yeah. big horns and they taste delicious. So it's like you
1: know, it, it's, what's better than that? I know. Y'all, you need if you're listening, just 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 Google. You know, Red Stag world record—it'll blow your mind. They're worth a ton of money. Oh wow! And, and Shane, this is a good
2: news. You're real close. Not- see, that Since you're already in that business, you can transition to the red heifer.
3: <laughs> see, you I mean, the red he- I'm not growing the red heifer. That's that's some other some, that's somebody else. You know what I mean? Still in Texas though. Yeah. yeah
2: yeah i uh yeah listen I, we we've hunted in Texas before, and uh you know there's always unusual animals you learn about oh one boy. of them was the nail guy we we had no experience oh, with I, the nail guy Also crazy. delicious Neil guy it's delicious it is delicious it. how do you say it are we saying it wrong of course it it's the neil guy Neil, neil guy. guy see our yeah. our folks from Alabama say nail guy. Nail guy. Uh, of course, it's translated the devil's horse. The devil's horse. Uh, so.
3: It looks like a it devil's does. horse.
2: Man, it, we yeah. saw some fencing. Got they had a, tore up. It looked good, like a bulldozer I, went
3: through there.
1: Y'all, I got a good nail guy.
0: <laughs> Shane B., don't feel left out right now. You can come yeah. down. I've got a little starter farm that somebody like you, you wouldn't be roughing it. You know, we could go down there, we'll ride
2: around oh, in four wheelers yeah. a little bit. Our idea of roughing it is anything smaller than a forty eight inch TV. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So don't feel left
0: out when we start talking hunting and fishing. <laughs> I mean I know it, I know it's not your thing, but I mean you can you can appreciate it. You can go pet Shane's red deer.
1: Yeah, I'll snuggle the deer. He'll snuggle the deer. Hey, I love the woods. He does love the woods. I'll 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 you know, y'all, y'all catch me on top of a mountaintop all the time. Oh, good. I, I just feel bad when I, when I we shoot, went, we when went. I shoot him, you know, and the blood pours out, and yeah, they're right. wiggling. Right, do that.
2: you didn't make a good shot. Yeah, right.
0: We got to get. a
2: bad shot. It's <laughs> called wounded. Yeah, our, our <laughs> shot's
0: gonna have to get better. Uh but yeah. <laughs> no, I'm like you though. I, I tell my doctor all the time, why can't you do
2: my annual physical down at the farm out in the woods? You'll love my blood pressure out there. Yeah, Rick will yeah. tell you. I there's some days I tell Rick and we have things true. on the couch. I said, Rick, I gotta go look at trees. Just I'm out of here. Cancel, so I'm going to look at trees, see you tomorrow. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> and I, I just have I gotta to get it. out of here. I know exactly how that you is. is. Gotta do that. Yeah, I don't know about uh, you guys. When I go out into the wilderness out into the woods, and I agree with you hundred uh, percent, Bubba and, and and the Shanes. Most of the time, and I do go out there sometimes and pray quite a bit. But the majority of the time, when I go there and that quietness, I usually get from the Holy Spirit that I'm to be quiet and listen. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, just be still and and know that He is God. That He's He wants to talk,
3: and I need to just be quiet. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep, absolutely. That that was kind of how I got introduced to it. Actually, we were. Going pretty hard for a while, years actually, many years, 250 shows a year. Hey, we kind of, it kind of got a little bit less, but then we were just on the road a lot. And I had a buddy, it's just like, we were kind of, we were just tired. And he said, Man, you need to come out, you need to come out and go deer hunting with me. So I sat in a blind for about four or five hours one morning. It's freezing cold, no cell service. He had a little Bible in there. Uh, and that was what got me hooked was that was that quietness, was that being being alone with the Lord for extended periods of time. And uh that's still I love waking up with the with the world and a in a tree stand in the morning. I mean, it is it is there's something to that being being quiet and still before the Lord. It it's it's life changing. No doubt. And
1: then bam! <laughs> <laughs>
3: and then
2: something moves and you unload a 300 mag.
3: Right. Right. Then you
2: hey, then you have to feed your family. That's you right. know what I mean? That's Look, right.
0: Then the work starts. When Noah yeah. got off the boat, we got clear instructions. Yeah, we just, did. We just drained the blood out of them.
2: Now, uh, Shane, I'll tell you this, I don't like snakes. I call them Satan's little hand puppets. And yeah. I kill every one of them I see. And there it is. You might even you <laughs> might even get you might even get Shane B. with you on that. <laughs> yeah. There Who's are that?
0: no good ones except dead ones. Yeah. Well, guys, uh, think. Thanks a lot for taking time to be with us. And you want to find out more, you can go to theworshipinitiative.com uh, and find out all things Shane and Shane and what they're doing and the, the Psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs Alive. live. Catch it when it comes near you. Uh, about 50 shows still a year. Uh, and we thank both of you for being our guests today, and we thank all of you for being with us on this edition of Rick and Bubba University, the podcast.